Welcome to the Wildflower Bee Farm Podcast. I'm Hank Sveck. This podcast is about helping you uh, learn and understand the different trials and tribulations of converting a 50-acre farm back to nature and a honeybee sanctuary, and how we struggle to continue to be servant beekeepers. Here's this week's episode. Welcome to this podcast. It's uh, July 25th, 2023. I don't generally do these in the evening, but I want to reflect on a couple things today. Um that happened when I was out walking the farm and, and checking on the bees. And a couple of things occurred to me, and I guess maybe I'm moving into the realm of eh, a, little diff- a little different thinking here. So we have 50 uh, hives now on the farm. Uh, we started with, uh, we came out of the winter with 24, I believe it was. Went into the winter last year with 29, came out with 24 or 25, I think it was. Uh, when I say that, I mean April. So most of them, I think all but one came out of the winter, but then we lost some um, early with the frost and the cold we had because we don't feed them. Um, but so about 25, I guess, plus the um, swarms that moved in and then we did the splits, which got us to that number. So today I'm out walking around, and it, and it occurred to me yesterday, actually, but even more so today, that for for a significant number of the hives that have been with us for over, I would say probably over 20 hives, because I I visit them pretty much every day, so I, I know I know what they're doing and sort of get a lot of video on a lot of them. Like for example, today I took 13 different videos. Um, it's like I understand their sounds now, and I understand when the other day I went into a couple of hives and you'll be seeing videos down the road because I knew this one hive was depressed, and you could just tell. Now, other people would say, well, there's less activity, but I, you know, we see this off and on in hives that are healthy. They just, for whatever reason, aren't working this day or um, something else might be going on with the weather, but I just... It wasn't the number of bees, it was the lack of purpose and the sound. There was really no sound coming from the hive. And so to check it out, I went in and looked. And sure enough, they were queenless. They they just didn't have a queen. And it just it just struck me how the sound of the hives when you can pick up the sound, and I, I've sort of broken it down to a number. You probably know this if you're if you're a servant beekeeper or any type of beekeeper. If you take the time, and one thing I've noticed that sometimes with livestock beekeeping, I'm not sure people have the time to really just sit and listen. Usually, we go to a hive with purpose, so we're going to do a check or an inspection or mite check or all this work we do. But rarely do people just go. I think in the livestock side and, and, and simply enjoy what um, what is happening. So here here's some some of the different sounds I can hear. There's a um, and again some of the hives have different sounds on different days based on it's almost like their unique you know sound that would be different from the next hive. But generally speaking there seems to be a, a clear sound when they're happy, they found pollen, they're bringing in nectar and pollen. And there are two types, I call that. One is with urgency, 
and one is just calm confidence. They're just doing their thing. The urgency one is really interesting to watch when there's pollen and nectar coming in. And sometimes it's a combination. So there's a, you know, they're working to replace a queen or they've been under attack, so they're a little itchy. But generally speaking, they're more, there's more of an urgency versus there's a calm kind of, you know, methodical back and forth collecting honey and pollen. It's the, it's the methodical ones that I enjoy the most because they're almost hypnotic. I think it might have something to do with the species in the or the strain of the bees. The next that I see um, is the sound of a hive that I just talked about that's depressed because there's the loss of a queen. Um, on occasion, they're, they're itchy, but the, the common theme I see is a lackluster sort of behavior with very little sounds coming from the hive. Uh, when they're angry, it seems to be a bit more high-pitched. And uh, if you take their behavior aside, I mean, it's obvious when they're angry because they come out and they start banging you on the head. They headbutt you, basically. Um, and when you see that, you know. Uh, sometimes it's because we're doing something. When you're going and taking honey, and there may be, I had some hives today that I had put um, a medium on top of a deep without a queen uh, excluder. And the queen in one case, uh, well, actually two cases had gone up, and three cases, sorry, had gone up and had laid eggs and had been up there. I used smoke just to push the queen away so I don't have to worry about rolling her or hurting her in any way. But uh, there was some incredible brood in some of the uh, medium honey boxes today. They weren't happy. And you could hear that sound. And if you've ever used a fume board where you use some types of... Um, um, you know, natural scents that are supposed to sort of push the bees out of the honey box, you'll hear them when they get upset by it. You, so, so that sound that you hear is that upset sort of hum of an engine almost, and they're not happy. The swarm is another. When, when bees are ready to swarm, that's another different sound. And it's very hard for me to explain. It, it's a lot like a flavor of a sound it's a it's a sort of a lower frequency humming sound combined with their behavior so we talked about aggression we've talked about happy when they're collecting honey and pollen we've talked about um, sad when they've lost a queen the the other one that we we do here and and you see it with the the behavior is the robbing when they're being robbed and they're being attacked, uh, the sound, of course, is very different. Um, it's uh, it's almost aggressive. Now, now it's difficult because you see it, you see the behavior, so you call it aggression, but it, it really is a different sound. I think the my favorite is obviously the calm, methodical, pollen nectar gathering sound when they're happy. You know, happy bees are pretty exciting to listen to. So I just ask today as you as you go out and if you have bees, you're fortunate to do that. If you can, you know, you don't have to get that close. Today I was probably within three or four feet and I just stood on the side as they went in and out. And I think they're getting used to my smell or me because I'm obviously giving off CO2. Uh, so they know I'm there. 
there was only one hive that weren't, they were not too happy that I was in their view. One of the guards decided to bounce off my head a few times. Wasn't wearing any equipment because I was just watching and recording, but I would say all of them were fine with it. Um, and it's a, it's, it's just such a cool thing to watch them do what they do. So I, I do believe that, um, we can learn so much by watching bees on the outside. I think when I started this project four years ago, I was probably about 5% into understanding, you know, when you see something, you know what's going on inside. And now I'm getting up there. I'm feeling I'm at that 60, 70% understanding when I see the outside behavior and listen, especially when I listen to the sounds. And if I know the hive, so when I learn a hive, I, I, I learn their tendencies, their sound patterns, I should also say some of the hives, you know, they start later than other hives. Part of it's due to where the hive may be as far as sunshine and warmth, but I think it's the strain. Some of the strains aren't in a hurry. Uh, what's also happened is some of the some of the hives don't need any more resources. I mean, they're filled up. I saw one uh, hive where it looked like they were taking out honey, so the queen had a place to, to lay because there was no place left. And so... You know, they adapt, they do their thing. Pretty pretty grateful about today out there, being able to walk around and uh, did get a few frames of honey for, for a family and so on, but most of it was about learning and uh, and watching the bees. So I guess my question back to you is, do you, do you, do you have a sense when you hear the sound and, and are the sounds of your hives different? Do they, do they give a different sound at the same time, for example? Or is it, do you think it's pretty much the same? Take some time to listen. It's a pretty enjoyable way to get into some uh, mental relaxation. And I really do think it's self-hypnotic. This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. You have an amazing day. Remember to pick up my latest book, What Grandpa Learned from His Honeybees, the little book to be smart with your money and help the environment on Amazon or Audible. Pick it up today.